Hey everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. All right, people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. I'm your host, Troy Dog. And uh, here we go. This is uh, post Iron Man edition. Um, I got a really good show today lined up. It's, it's You're going to hear some breaking news at the end. Um, but, uh, got some really good guests. First up, we're going to talk to Caden Braswell, Braz Funky. I met up with him at Ironman and, uh, we had a good chat and, um, he's, he's really, really good interview. And as you find out later on, and then also on the, uh, squad update, we have Shane McElrath, Sugar Shane ran my pineapple sticker at Ironman. He was a member of the squad, and so was his fantastic, well, everything guy, vlogger, um, social media expert, YouTube extraordinaire, Foggy Llama. Foggy was also a member of the squad for the day, and uh, they had they had some good vibes flowing over there. We we initiated them and uh, into the squad, and it was just a good day, man. I, I had a really good time at the races. I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I tried to get Ginger Dog on here. She was with me. She uh, she has declined my request for her to come on and talk about our day. So if you would like to send her, only slide in her DMs for, for hateful comments of, hey, you should be on the pod. Don't slide in her DMs for anything else. Okay? Just just go in and be like, hey, like we wish you would go on your husband's podcast because we want to hear your voice. It's awesome. But, um... Yeah, just, just kind of go in and say, like, why, why aren't you going on this pod? Because so far, Ginger Dog has said, no, thank you. I don't want to be on your pod. And that's fine, but, like, there's some really cool stuff that you say that we like to hear. So that's my rant on Ginger Dog for now. Be nice. Only slide in her DMs for for uh, for that stuff. Don't, don't ask for pictures or anything like that. She's a good-looking lady. You know, act like we've seen good-looking ladies before so anyway uh next order of business here i'm gonna go down to news here a little bit start iron man i got to see a lot of good people a lot of verb shirts out there a lot of people yelling verb moto i i hear you guys somebody asked me if i was slaw I was uh, i had to go throw up off that honestly that was horrible i said nah dude he sucks. Like I straight up said, dude, like, no, I'm not. He sucks. And he was like, Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm Troy dog. And I shook his hand. I said like this, I'm Troy dog. I'm, I'm at the races. Slaw doesn't go to the races. Um, he sucks. And the guy was like, Oh, okay. So I, I'm glad I can make that clear. Uh, I didn't mean to be mean about it. I just wanted to explain it. So, you know, slaw, if you go to races, you know, people are asking for you, man, but if you don't care about the fans, I'll, I'll just be there and make them Troy Dog fans. So anyway, I'm, I'm in a mood today, if you can't tell. Like, I'm just like, no one's safe right now. Like, bow. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm, 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 I'm in a catty mood today. So sorry, folks, but we're going to change this mood up right now. Um, anyway, yeah, we're at the at Iron Man. Uh, went over to the HEP team, saw my team at HEP, 
Uh, Larry Brooks had, has thrown the HEP pull away. I guess he doesn't want me to jump in it anymore. So that was a bummer. We talked to Freddie Noren about uh, minivans and uh, how he needs one. What else we do? Levi Kitchen got a chef hat. Yeah, chef didn't believe I would bring him one. And then I met um, Levi's parents, Paul and Sarah. Nicest people you'd ever meet in the world. Like super nice. Paul was very excited about the chef hat too. And uh, Levi said they were great quality hats. I, I, mean, I don't do anything that's not top quality. So he should know that by now, but now he knows. And uh, I think Levi's going to get this chef hat on the podium. He says if he makes a podium, he's going to wear it on the podium. And I can't wait for that. That's going to be big. Like if he actually doesn't pulls through with it like he says he is, you imagine I will be on the podium with him because it's got a pineapple sticker on it unless he takes it off. But either way, just if you see the chef hat, just know that Troy Dog and Ginger Dog bought it for him. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. What else we do? Saw my buddy Darkside. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, if I could hang out with Jamie all day, I would. Like the guy is super chill. We had a good conversation. We kept running into each other. Just a good dude. He ran back to his car, which was like 10 miles away because I asked him if he had any sunscreen because for some reason, Ginger Dog goes places in the sun and forgets that she does like, she just forgets that she has freckles, freckly skin and just is, doesn't bring sunscreen. So we're going to work on that. And, uh, he ran back to his car and then, uh, he was gone about 20 minutes. He came back and he didn't have any, he forgot it too. So the dude ran back to his car and ran back without anything. And it was no problem to him. He's in shape, man. He's an elite athlete. Like, if you want to flex on me, go ahead and do it. But, like, man, he he definitely showed how in shape he was. He wasn't even out of breath when he came back. My buddy Jamie, man. Great guy. What else do we do? I, I just want to touch on the, the Hayden Deegan thing. The kid is doing Excite Bike Moves that I've never seen before. The finish line leap, I was looking at it in practice. I'm like, you know, I wonder who's going to do this one day. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then the second moto came around and, and I saw him launch it. And the first thought I had was, hey, maybe maybe that's not the best idea every lap, but the, the kid was in, tr in control. He was sending it he made it look easy, obviously. It's not, because no one else has even tried it, I don't think, since the inception of the track. Um, just, just, it was insane to watch it. I'm like, why hasn't anybody else tried this before? Um, because it's huge. And then the scrub after was kind of bigger than the leap. So, you know, and he's not feeling good. Guys, the 250 class is going to be really exciting to watch next year and the coming years with Hayden Deegan that and and if you go to the track now the new age of social media it's amazing you can really see who has a big following because they come to the race I think the only people at the race at Ironman were the ones that were there for Hayden Deegan because it was like peak stew or Carmichael was out there or Reed and every time that the kid made a pass the place was going crazy um, it, it's pretty amazing 
how just at 17 years old, how much of a hold he has on the crowd. Uh, it's, it's truly cool. It's great for the sport and just the kids exciting to watch. Yeah. I, I knew he was, but like seeing him in person again, I watched him in Nashville, but seeing him in person in an outdoor race, he's, he's got skills. It's, it's cool. So, uh, going to watch Deeks from now on. Well, I mean, we have no choice. The kid's going to be taking over the sport, I think. So, uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, the media tent. Well, the media. Members of the media were treated to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch. So, props to the series for stepping up with the catered lunches. You know, in the past, we've always had good food. It was usually some kind of marinara pasta, some salad, breadsticks, not Olive Garden, but, you know, good quality catered food. This week, I was going to go back. I'm like, I don't know what they're having. Maybe I'll just go grab the sandwich I packed in the cooler back at the truck. Maybe I'll go to Hep. Maybe I'll go to Rock River. I don't know. But then we're going back to the truck because we're going to get the chef hat too. And, and Ginger Dog spots the Buffalo Wild Wings. And we're just like, let's chill here for a minute and get, get some wingies. Tommy Tenders was pumped. Um, just good, dude. I had the lemon pepper. Always good. And uh, let's see. We, we talked to a ton of people. We got a vlog coming out next week. When I get around to it. Just a good day. Good weather. Not too hot. Just a really, really good day at the races. I love the races. So, If you want to read about it, I did a whole recap. It's on Verb right now. Troy Dogs takes. You get them, get them clicks for us. So, uh, we got the Vermoto Classic coming up. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Like if you've never been to Verb Classic, it's been an event that we've had for I don't know after we went away and came back. It's just like the thousandth running of the Verb Classic. Let's just say that. So. This year's, it's coming up quick. It's September 15th through 17th at Next Level 101. That track, of course, is in Graycourt, South Carolina, just outside of Greenville, if you're familiar with the area. It's two separate days of racing with the optional Friday practice. Saturday is going to be a part of the Ultra Series, and Sunday is going to be a part of the Mega Series. So if you race down there, you'll know what that means. I'm not too uh, too up on my series these days since I don't I don't race too much, but... Hired guns already confirmed include Jaden Cooper, Carson Brown, on a stew replica two-stroke, by the way. Yeah, dude, I, just go for that. That's going to be insane. Uh, Luke Fowler's going to be there. Landon Gibson and uh, more are confirming at the moment. I'm getting notifications. Everybody in the world's coming to the event. I just got a notification. So you need to go, too. Um, make sure that you go check it out because there's a lot of good talent and a lot of good people. A lot of good freebies we're going to be giving out at the race and just get a Verb t-shirt. Buy everything that we have and just tell them that you want a Troy dog. Um, we'll be serving up hot dogs, I'm sure. So that's coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Next Level 101. It's a great track. I wish I could go, but I cannot this year. But you need to go in my place. Next order of business. 
Uh, I want to talk about Mr. Clinton Fowler here. He put up a uh, updated numbers list on We Went Fast. I, I love, I love those guys over there. Um, they put out an updated number list and projected number thirty-one next year, Mr. Grant Harlan. Um, not not really surprised by the progression that Hard Dog has shown this year. As you know, I've been a, uh, a pusher of Hard Dog down your throats for about I don't know four years now, three years. I don't remember. But uh, man, Hard Dog, he's still. You know, they lost their shop in Texas there. We're still doing the GoFundMe account. If you want to go and donate and win some jerseys or the VIP package or a signed number plate, we still got that going on. Um, we have all the details over at verbmoto.com. Check out the Instagram for that as well. There's a link on there. Um, we're still still raising money for that. October 1st will be the cutoff for entries in the contest, and we'll go through them, and we'll announce winners on this show. So if you want to help the hard dog out, do so. And um, he really appreciates it. He did run the chesty for both of his motos this week. But I was very, uh, I didn't think it would work out too well. And and usually I'm right about that stuff. And it, it didn't. Um, you know, the dude, it's a war zone out there on the track. And, and the camera moved. So the footage didn't turn out. But he did run it for you guys. And he tried. He tried his best. But when you run a chesty and not mount it on your helmet, things happen. So, that was a little rough. But, you know, we learn from it. Maybe he'll do it next year. Maybe he'll do it at SMX if he's allowed. I'm not sure of the rules. Either way, we'll try to do it again. So, we tried. Hard Dog tried to get back to you. Also, I want to uh, talk about... I mean, it's not too late, but uh, it's tomorrow. The next Shred Tour event. Yeah, this will be out today, so tomorrow. Uh, September 1st, Washington, Washington. The next stop of the Shred Tour. It's um, called the Vermoto Palooza. So if you want to check that out, you still have time. If you're listening to this pod right now and you're in you're on the East Coast, and you're like, man, I got to get there. Like, you still have time to book a flight, dude. Just be there. And it's in uh, Levi Kitchen's backyard. So if he's there, ask him for a chef hat. I'm sure he'll be there. Why not? It's in his backyard. Just kidding. He'll be in Florida. Um, yeah, that's really, since it's tomorrow, like, that's all I can really push on that. The next event is also is obviously the Verb Classic, and then after that, October 13th through 15th is Muddy Creek's Top Gun Showdown. That's a Verb event as well. That's the next shop on the Shred Tour after the Classic. Check it out. Go. And uh, have a good time. Alright, it's time for the Verb Moto Guts Racing Power Rankings. And uh, this week I'm going to do something completely different. I don't have these written down anywhere. I'm just going to go off the top of my head and see how it works out. I'm not really sure how it's going to work out because usually if I don't plan for this stuff, I usually end up tripping over my words and stuff. But I feel like we're so we're doing well with these pods. Like I, I just feel like I'm in my flow right now, and we're just going to send it. 
For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being the innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for a comfortable and stylish place to park your rear end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam, no matter what you ride. And if you use the promo code VERB20 at checkout, you can save on your order. Courtesy of Andy and the fine people over at Guts. So if you need a seat, you can build your own. He's got like 17 colors now you can choose from and put anywhere on your seat. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Honestly, when I was deep into riding, when I was like in high school, you know, I, I would have loved to have a custom seat. So relive my, my high school dreams and, and just get yourself a custom seat from Guts. They are the official seat of Rockstar Husqvarna as well as Hep Suzuki. So you don't want to miss out on anything Guts related. So thanks to Guts for the support of the Power Rankings and this pod. All right, number one on this week's list is Godzilla. The Godzilla jump at Iron Man. Um, the inflatable Godzilla. That's my number one this week. Doesn't make sense. I know, I know. But the guy got to stand there for practice sessions and four motos. And he got to witness the end of a perfect season. A championship being wrapped up. I I just like he just sits there on the hill on his jump by the cornfield and watches dirt bikes all day. That's a winner to me. So Godzilla wins the power rankings this week. Um, shout out to Godzilla, you're the man. Number two is the Jet. I think Jet's been on my power rankings more than anybody this season. And honestly, if he's not number one on your power rankings this week, like you should probably have your head checked. So I probably should have my head checked. He's uh, 20 years old, just turned 20. Rookie 450 season. Led pretty much all the laps. Uh, seeing him in person is truly a different experience. Um, later in the motos, I mean, they lapped up the 10th in the second moto. That's, I mean, Chase did too, obviously. He's just a tick off. But Jet, just you'd, you'd get to the edge of the top 10, you know, 11th place, and here comes Jet again. Just looking like he's not even trying out there. So, Jet, I salute you, young man. Um, you still need to play me in a game of basketball to truly show your undefeated powers. I think I can stop your, your uh, perfect season if we do that. I understand if you're worried about it. But we need to play our game of basketball before you get, you know, too big time for, for old T-Dog here. So we'll try to get that to happen. But Jet, perfect season. What more can you say? Number three, Davy Coombs and MX Sports. I'm going to probably just put Davy Coombs on my list. But, um, man, shout out to, to the Coombs family. Um, this This outdoor season and partnering with the Supercross and creating the Super Motocross Championship, it's been a little bit of a, a revelation in the sport, and it's a breath of fresh air. Everybody's on the same page. Everything's flowing correctly, down even to like the media info that we get. It's just all, it's all streamlined, and it's all organized. And, and just the amount of fans that were at the National this year, every National this year, uh, attendance has been up. You know, media coverage has been up. I mean, we're all crushing it right now, and, and we have a lot to thank 
uh, the powers that be. So, uh, Davey Coombs, you just wrapped up another outdoor series. Um, shout out to you and your family, MX Sports as a whole, just everybody who's involved with Super Motocross. Uh, job well done. Number four, I'm going to go with Shane McElrath. Uh, Sugar Shane will be on the pod. We'll do a we'll do an update at the end of this uh, this podcast. You hear from him about what it was like to be on the Trodoc squad for the day at Ironman. Um, we have some breaking news. Obviously, I just said that in the intro, but stay tuned for that. He's the one that that breaks the news. So yeah, you know Shane jumping into the series here and there to race some nationals um, off the side of the Rock River truck on his own with the help of Rick Ware, obviously, man, it was just a good vibe over there. Um, my buddy Ryder, foggy llama films, he's always over there getting the best vlogs. I love their vlogs. Um, his wife, joy was obviously in the mix as well, but other than that, it was just them three. And, and so ginger dog and I went up and we had a good time, um, brought the good vibes and Shane was running the top 10 in the second moto. So, Doing the squad proud. Uh, really enjoy that vibe over there. And I really enjoy going to see them at the races. So thanks, Shane, for running the sticker for Iron Man and Foggy as well. I don't know if you've taken it off your expensive camera, but I appreciate you putting it on there, buddy. Number five, I'm going to put... I had him number seven last week, but he moves up a couple spots, and I want to elaborate on it on the pod here. But uh, Jason Thomas, JT Money, he's, he's um, I don't know, man, just, he was needed on the TV broadcast. The amount of uh, just talent he has for that job is, is really needed in this sport. I hope he sticks around. I know he enjoys it. But anybody who I've talked to, my opinion of it is he, he needs to be on the broadcast. He brings knowledge. He brings humor. He knows everybody. He's been in the pits since, what was that, when he was jumping up and down for uh, Bradshaw back in 90 or so. Um, his family's been involved in the sport for a very long time, and he, he's seen a lot. So I really enjoy his insight. Um, he's just a good dude. So good job, JT, and I hope you stay on this for for the rest of your life. Yeah, you have to. this is what you're going to do the rest of your life. Just keep going, buddy. And that concludes the power rankings, the Guts Racing power rankings for the week. These get posted on Fridays. We're going to keep going throughout the end of the year. Thanks to Guts Racing. And thanks to you guys for... We've kind of created a cult following with these. I can't go to the races without people going, who's on power rankings? Who's on power rankings? So I think we've done something cool with this. So thanks, guys. This has been cool. All right, up first, we have Braz Funky, Caden Braswell of the HBI Kawasaki team. Here he is. Caden Braswell, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. I, I've been trying to set this up, I feel like, for a little bit. We've been busy back and forth, but uh, we made it happen. Yes, sir. We did. We made it happen. It felt like we were playing phone tag for a hot minute. <laughs> it was for a little bit there. Um, so I actually haven't had the chance to... Uh, to meet up with you or talk to you yet and uh that's my fault i apologize but uh i'm making up for lost time 
Uh, no worries. I get it. Busy is as busy does. So I wanted to really uh, dive in. You've had a really busy year, you know, from August to August. Um, you've ridden several different bikes. You won an a Horizon Award. Um, it's it's kind of it's very cool, but you've you've been very busy. So kind of go through the last year. Um, give me some cliff notes of what it's been like. Yeah, the last year has been nothing short of a, an adventure for sure. Within the, the time of the year, we've gone from gas, gas to Honda, back to gas, gas, and now on Kawasaki's. So changed up bikes a little bit, been on some, some cool teams, and really learned a lot. Got through a full Supercross season. Made more mains than I did. I uh, got a top 10 in outdoors, a few inside the top 10 motos this year. We're going to this super motocross. We're doing pretty decent in points. I'm looking forward to finishing out the year strong. Yeah, so um, when you go back to, you're full on with HBI now, right? You're, you won't be going, will you be going back to the, phoenix no sir so you're, you're full on Hold hbi on. um now that you're on hbi it's it's kind of a new newer team uh what's that been like and how did they approach you we've been talking for a little bit just my dad and them had been talking so we kind of knew of them and and when uh my fill-in ride was up with gas gas they took me on, which was really, really cool. I know they're a new team, and, and at the end of the season, they're definitely over budget for where they were trying to be at the end of the season, and, and they still took me on. So I was really grateful for that and, and the opportunity they've given me. They've gone way out of their way to put me on, so um, very grateful for that. But looking forward to trying to, to knock down my scores the past two rounds of have been uh, very tricky. It was a pretty short notice as far as getting on the bike and then racing, but we're just trying to stack a few more points and, and get ready for the SMX rounds. Yeah, it's been so with with the Gas Gas team, uh, you had a really nice opportunity there. Um, what was it like working with the whole team? And, um, you know, did, did you get to... Uh, pow down with a bar show at all or did he give you any any tips since he's such a veteran now in the sport shoot come on now he ain't that old we are man he ain't that old we are oh goodness yeah he uh i really didn't get to talk to bar so much he came in for a photo shoot or two and i got to say hi he's a real down-to-earth guy really cool it was nice meeting him i got to spend some time with bozeman and Pierce Brown, they're really good people. But that whole team was was awesome. I was only supposed to fill in for four rounds. I ended up doing eight. I was really grateful for the opportunity and the experience. Coming out of amateurs, you know, everybody thinks factory bikes are like next level. And it was cool to get that experience and under my belt and, and to see for myself. Yeah, exactly. You touched on that. Um, was it really next level? Like, is it really that good riding a factory bike? Yeah, to find out. 
Nice. You have to find out for yourself one day. I can't be giving away those secrets. Dude, I am 33 years old. I think my time is done with. I don't know. Didn't those Pope and X guys get to go ride them? Got yeah. To ride like Sexton's and uh, Lawrence's bike, right? Wash Yeah, man. But we, dude, and I don't get many of those opportunities come around. But but maybe maybe you're right. One day, just keep yes, giving, sir. Just keep going at it. That's, that's everybody's opinion changes on it. That's the only reason I say that is. Yeah. Everybody likes them or doesn't like them. That's that's their opinion. My opinion was. You'll have to find out. No, no, that's fair enough. Good answer. Uh, You know, back on Gas Gas, where you spent 2022 with with them, you got the Horizon Award. Uh, What was coming into Loretta's? Did you expect that? And when you won it, what what was that like? Last year was tricky on the gas gas I had switched training programs I went to Alden Bakers as an amateur with a few other kids and it was kind of a a jump in cold water for me at first I struggled and got hurt a few times but once I started to uh, adapt and, and get used to it I started to turn things around and I was very confident going into Loretta's I was ready to turn pro if I'm being honest I was about tired of the amateur scene and how if you get hurt your next race is so spread out and I was just ready to go pro so my mindset going into Loretta's was I'm gonna give it everything I got show somebody I deserve a, a spot on the in the big leagues so going to Loretta's that was my mindset when in the horizon award I was that wasn't the goal in mind nor was there a goal in mind at all just to do my best and you know give everything I had so to come out away with the horizon or just made it that much sweeter it was it was really cool to be added to that that list of of amateurs yeah absolutely and then and then it was to uh to the pro ranks with, with Phoenix Honda during Supercross what when uh you first went to Supercross was that a tough transition or have you been riding that as an amateur through the years a little bit? I had been riding it a little bit, but it was different for sure getting on the Honda. I switched over to a cable clutch, which I had never spent any time on. and I don't use the clutch much, so I, I really struggled with that part, if I'm being honest, at the beginning. But as the season wore on and I was training at Club MX, I, I got to figure it out and, and really learn the bike and, I started gelling there towards the end, but before that, I had had a whole lot of Supercross experience. That that's been the the big block of my experience so far. I was on Phoenix for, for the twenty twenty three Supercross. Yeah, no, and it's it's cool, man, because um, you know you've had several different bikes this year to get used to. Now you you switch over to the Kawasaki. Uh, Definitely have gotten your feet wet with bike testing, I'm sure, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's one thing I know is I can I can hop on a bike and pretty much tell you if it's good or not. I've, I've rode dang near all of them at this point in time. and They all have good characteristics, bad characteristics. Good thing about this cow is it turns like butter. It's tanking. You can put it into a turn and throw it around like a toy. It's... Very nice. 
No, that's pretty cool. And yeah, looking through your like Loretta's results, I mean, and it's very impressive. You've your top fives and podiums and championships. You have a very strong record at Loretta's, and you've ridden everything: uh, Cobra, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Suzuki. You know, gas, gas. It, it, you've ridden them all throughout your career so far, so you are right with that. Yes. Yes, sir, you've done your research. How many second places have I got at Loretta's? Well, it's not fair because I kind of have it up right now. So, does that Oh. I, yeah. Oh, but, all right. But Where are I, we at right now? We're at, what, five? Four or five? Second, second place finishes? Uh, overall or motos? Overall. One, two, three, four, five. Five, five, and three wins, right? One, two, three. Yep, three wins. It's it's regardless. It's it's uh, an impressive resume. So out you, of ten or eleven years, I've I've been on the box or real close to it, dang near every year, except for just a few. So I would uh, I would like to say I've always always done pretty good at the It's just that track seemed to get the roughest out of any of the amateur nationals. They would actually rip it deep and, and put bikes on it, and you get a little bit more time, which always seemed to help. You know, some people would get tired, and all that training you did during the summer could show through. Now, here's a bit of research that I don't know. Um, hopefully you can enlighten me. Uh, did you ever go to Loretta's, besides maybe the first year, um, with without an OEM support, perhaps maybe like 2017. Oh or, yeah, I yeah. won Loretta's without without support. I'm sure you did. I just wasn't sure with what which year was it? Was that that was 18? I won Loretta's without support and then flew over to Australia okay. and won the world championship on a rental bike with pump gas. Oh nice. Yeah. So you. You just whatever you're, you're just down to show up and, and just run with what, what you got. Yes, sir. I can always I can always promise you to give you give you my best. Wherever that situation is or whatever I'm on, I, I can promise my best. That's just, but your best foot forward is what I've always been taught in life. And it's always treated me pretty well. So you're originally from South Carolina, right? I was born in Florida, but my dad. We moved around for his work growing up, and I spent some years at the border because that was where we were at at the time. But I've been from you know different parts of Florida up to South Carolina, a little bit of time in North Carolina, and then we spent the past four years down in Florida, a little bit of time in Georgia, but kind of just a little bit everywhere. We've been to dang near all the big training facilities and Motocross has taken us to some really cool places. Yeah, it seems like, so now you're, right now you're in Florida, obviously, because HBI is a Florida-based team. Um, I've never heard of them until this year, though, and it seems like they're starting to make a push to, to really grow the team. Um, what can you tell me about them that people might not know? Because uh, I don't think I know anything. They are a new team. They are very good people. Very like-minded. Anybody you ask will tell you that. They're uh, they're pushing the agenda for Jesus, which I can get behind. Yeah. yeah I was... I mean, most of the questions 
I think would be for them. But <laughs> all I could tell you is they're real good people and they're real light minded. They're uh, they definitely they don't like losing, which is good. I think you need a sense of that if you're going to race dirt bikes and and got it. Yeah, I I did see that that they're um they're very um you know pushing. I, I don't know how to explain it, but yes, they're they're real into um, religion. It's a religion based team, it seems like, which is cool because that you know that you don't see that very often, and you know it, it shows that they have good values for and they pick their riders based on the values too, maybe. So I think that's really cool too. Yeah, good values. I like that. Yeah, they have good values. Pushing the Jesus agenda. Jesus agenda. Oh, Phil Robertson can get behind that. I bet. <laughs> So, okay, so this team, do you guys, I haven't been to a race this summer, I'm going this weekend, but do you guys have a, a semi, do you have a smaller trailer set up, like what, what do you guys have? We got like a, a toter home pushing a trailer right now, but he's he's looking into buying a rig. It's still a new team, so he's, he's still getting all the pieces together, but he's got a wrap toter home with a, with a trailer behind it. Okay. Nice. You better, you better come on by. No. Say hi. Don't be a stranger. No, I plan on it for sure. I, I, I definitely am going to. I'm going to be running around with a, a vlog for our uh, GoPro channel. So. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be there. We'll be in. Uh, I, I haven't been since Nashville to a race, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. We don't get out much. I like that. I like that. How was Nashville for you? Oh man, that was the best Supercross I've been to, I think, ever. Yeah, Nashville got wild. I liked it. <laughs> it did. Um, so the cool part about it is, uh, you know, we're three hours away, if that, and um, I'm choosing to sleep in a tent this weekend. What? Yeah, man. Uh, we waited too long for the hotels, and we have to, we have to cover the race and. I don't know, man. It just seems like the right thing to do. Well, you got you a good camping setup, or are you like hardcore, just tent sleep and then driving to get breakfast in the morning? Like, or you got like the camping setup, the professional camping setup? Oh, it's not professional. I have like a a, a tent, and then um, I'm taking my wife. She helps with the vlogs, and she does. Um, I don't know if you've seen. We do power rankings on Verb, but she does that as well. So, um, you've made the power rankings, I feel like, a couple times. I don't know if you you're, you know about that, but you should pay attention to, to that. Once or twice, I, I appreciated it. I was I was pumped to see that. I didn't quite understand the power rankings because I seen some things on there, and I was like, I don't think they race. So I, I don't quite know how that works, but maybe you can, you can tell me all about it. I can oh. see that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude, for sure. We, it's kind of like whatever we want. Like if you're, we feel like if you are on the power rankings, then you're doing something. So I mean, it's not. Sometimes we focus on, you know, racing. Sometimes we have. I mean, I I put some weird stuff on there. You're right, but you know, it's it's what I, I feel. Would say weird, just unique. Yeah, unique, but. You have to because sometimes they deserve it. Oh yeah, like that kid who didn't wear boots 
at Loretta's or lost his boots. Well, I don't know what that was, but that was like a highlight of the week. Exactly. Yeah, that that was awesome. That he definitely deserved it. And then uh, the skunk from Loretta's too made it. Yeah, I didn't quite get that one. I mean, the skunk was just trying to get out of the rain, and then he just ran in there. I'm sure everybody was freaking out a little bit, thinking they were about to get sprayed. But well, he had a good lap. He had a good lap time. He was in and out like he was just. His corner speed was incredible. So (laughs) he had a good lap time. I love that. Yeah. So I figured you'd be down with that. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, we just like to have fun. It's Verb, man. Like I, I know you've you've been around Verb a long time. You've probably oh yeah, grew up with it. Yeah, Wes is probably was probably there when you first got on a dirt bike and filmed it. You know. Oh no, he didn't film me until the later years. Oh wow. Yeah, I was. I took a back row seat. <laughs> I'll to, I'll take it up with him then. We'll have to. Uh... He might have some archives though. You never know. He he pulls some stuff out of the closet or the the warehouse Man, I'd sometimes. I'd love to see that. I'd love it. I'll have to check it out. But um. Yes, no, sir. No, it's I'm cool. Sure you're a busy man. He is, yeah. But but we're we're heading this weekend. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, last race of the year, so it's gonna be hot, man. I'm gonna tell you this. There's a there's a. I know you're used to it in Florida, but there's a really strong. Um, I don't know. It feels like it's uh, a desert out here right now. So hopefully it cools off a little bit, but it's gonna be hot. I look forward to that. That sounds fun. Yeah, so you, you I'll like, take the hot over the cold any day. So you like the the suffering of outdoors and the heat. Oh yeah, the and... grit, the grind. And that's what you that's what you think of when you see outdoors. It's the the dig. I love it. Yeah, you guys are built different. I, I'm I'm fully okay with like being in air conditioning and being comfortable. That's when I, you know. You know, I don't know. It's uh, it's gonna be fun. We'll we'll come around with the vlog. We'll 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 do a little bit. You know, we'll just meet each other, and it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Sounds like a good time to me. That's right. And uh, you got uh, the playoff races coming up as well. Are you uh, are you starting to train for that? Like, how do you train for a hybrid track like that? Like, does it even? Is there even any plan to it? You just kind of have to send it. It's so new, and ain't nobody really know what they got going on. So, next week, I think we're gonna try to hop on some Supercross and just be ready for anything, right? Yeah, I guess you so. ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. I feel like you're a guy that doesn't sweat much. Like, like you don't sweat the small stuff. You just show up and do your job. Yeah, you know, there's there's some cool sayings about that. <laughs> you don't uh don't worry about tomorrow today. Today's got enough troubles of its own. Let tomorrow worry about itself. So, you know, try not to stress the things that are out of my control. That's Just good. do what I can with what I can control, and I think uh, I think life's a little bit less stressful that way. That's a good point. Yeah, I, 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 that's a good way, man. That's a good way to live. Like you, you've had a really good year, and uh, 
Man, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, we're going to get you on the vlog. This is We're going to stop by. We're going to say, hey, we're going to meet your team a little bit. And this you might take over the vlog. You never know. The Braswell vlog. Oh, Brass Funky takes it over. I like it. Is that the nickname? Brass Funky? Brass Funky. That funky monkey ain't ever seen Beastie Boys. I mean, yeah, but I, you know, I... I it was the first time oh, chatting, yeah, so I didn't I didn't know that that was the deal. That was the nickname. Uh, we've had multiple nicknames, but I think Brass Funky is just the one I like the most. Does anybody know about it? It's kind of a exclusive. You know, only only certain people are trusted with that information. So you straight up just you've been talking to me for twenty minutes, and you're just like, I'm gonna let this guy in on my cool nickname. Yeah, see, I'm just I'm just getting good vibes from you, so. I'll let you in on a little secret. That's the nickname. Hey, man, that's you're not the first person to say that, so I, I, I'm thankful for that because um, that's what we try to do. We try to have a good time. You know, we're not we're not breaking news here. We're just having a conversation. Yes, sir. I like it. Hey, I man. like it. Well, cool. Um, let's do this again sometime. I'm, I'm sure I'll come up with a couple more awesome questions. Um that I'll need to know, but, um, let, let's stop here, man. This was a good chat. Um, I'll see you this weekend and, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll go from there. I appreciate you. God bless you. You have a good rest of your week. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Look forward to it as well, man. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. See, don't you want to hang out with Braswell? That's what I, my, like when I did that interview, I did that before Iron Man, of course, you can tell with the, the questions I ask and what he says, but, I knew I had to go find him. So Ginger Dog and I did um, in the you know middle of the practice sessions and whatnot. And he's a good dude, man. He he really uh, enjoyed talking to me, he said. And he said that I, I'm not bragging on myself, but he said it was a breath of fresh air that he could feel like he he could tell me things. I wasn't grilling him. And, and that's what I want to do with this podcast. I really want to just have a conversation with guys. I'm not here to break news. Just like, where are you from? What you been through? What do you like to do? We're just people having a conversation. And that's what the Squad Pod's all about. So so thank you, Caden, for uh, making time for me on the pod. And I uh, look forward to talking to you in the future, man. Next up, T-Dog Squad's own Shane McElrath on the Squad Update. Say Squad again. Squad. Okay, on the phone for the... Squad update is uh, Rick Ware Racing's Shane McElrath, who, by the way, joined the squad for one magical weekend at Ironman. What's up, Shane? How's it going? Yeah, I'm I'm four days deep into being a squad squad member, or I guess four days, three days deep into being an ex squad member. Uh, whatever, whatever way. Yeah. So okay, yeah. So you're you're still rocking the sticker. Uh, technically, yeah. I haven't cleaned my helmets since this weekend. Oh, there you go. I mean, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know how much in, how into it you would be. So I haven't really like pushed you, but like, hey, yeah. maybe we can make something happen for next year. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I have, I have options on my helmet. So, um, and you're the first sticker that's went on my helmet. So it's uh. Yeah, I have a, I have some some opportunity there, and mm-hmm. maybe we can work something out. Hey, you know, we'll we'll get to that coming up. But um, first of all, 
Thank you for doing that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I didn't get to come visit you after the race. It was pretty busy. We had to mm-hmm. get out of there, you know, kids at home and whatnot. But um, yep. just kind of, you know, I, I saw you after practice. You weren't very happy with your, your time. But uh, mm-hmm. then again, you've been riding some Supercross and jumping into the outdoors is, is pretty difficult, I would assume. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it was definitely a good experience for me this weekend. Um, as, as a racer, uh, I'm competitive and yeah, I mean, I, I just, I want to do well and I want to, I want to perform where I expect myself to perform. And, um, honestly, like I, I was pretty happy with my effort really all weekend. It just, like you said, it's hard to jump in like that. And coming into that race, I had put the time in. I had kind of gotten really as prepared as I thought I could be with kind of the time that I had. And yeah, it was, it was for me kind of like coming in with like a first race mentality, like stay calm and just like ride. Well, the thing is, everybody else is in a completely different mentality. Like they're, they're ready for battle. They, they know and understand where they're at. And for me, it's like, I had an idea in my head and it's like, okay, just, just go out and do it. And it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't like fired up and ready to go for the first moto. And that was kind of what caught me off guard a little bit was like, okay, I was not ready for this. And so, um, yeah, I kind of, kind of had to figure that out really the whole first moto. I, I didn't qualify super great. Um, a lot of it was kind of line choices and, um, yeah, just kind of building in confidence. And, uh, the first moto I, I got a I mid pack start probably. And honestly, I just kind of settled in right away, which wasn't good. And then I went down on like the second lap. I was just kind of too patient and somebody uh, jumped over into my line and they ended up stalling it right in front of me. And I just kind of ran into them and went down. And so um, really just kind of came from behind. And uh, when you're in that situation, you're just like, well, um, this is, this is kind of in the trenches. Like you got to figure it out on the fly. You got to, you got to kind of get yourself going and, as a racer, that's really not where you want to be because it's like you've, you've got 35 minutes out there to kind of figure things out. And going into a race like that, a lot of the stuff you're trying to figure out needs to be figured out before the race. So um, that was just a, a little uh, hit to the chest, I guess. And um, it, it was I, – I was disappointed in that. I think I got 25th the first moto. Like I – I charged the whole time, but I was, I was pretty far back. So, uh, like after I fell, so it was, uh, kind of just what it was. And, um, yeah, then the second moto, like I was, I was fired up and I was ready to go. Like, that's kind of how I should have been from practice time. And my first moto would have been, would have been much better. And, um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got a good start in the second moto and I, I ran a good pace for a while and, I kind of started, my bike started acting up a little bit and I wasn't really sure what was going on. Um, so I kind of 
I kind of played it a little safe towards the end and um, lost a couple positions, but um, everything was fine afterwards. We kind of figured out what was going on. And yeah, so overall, it's as a racer, I'm disappointed in my results. Um, but that wasn't really why we went there. It was to get experience and to see where we were going into uh, the first round of SMX. So um, from that perspective, it was a good weekend. Um, from my, I guess, right here, right now perspective as a racer, it wasn't a good weekend. So, um, yeah, it's 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 tough, um, but we kind of did what we needed to do. It always makes – it always is um... – pretty interesting how you can go from having you know a practice that you didn't feel the best in like practice time and then you don't get a good start first moto then you fall and then mm-hmm. you just don't finish how you want but then like you you get a second moto and like yeah you just kind of have to wipe the slate clean at that point and just say okay this is where i'm at right now and just kind of fight through it it's yeah probably not the easiest thing on race day especially after it's been going downhill and then like all of a sudden you're you're back in the fight it's it's just i don't know exactly highs and lows of a racer it's it's pretty amazing how you guys turn it around like that well and that's where it kind of going in it's like okay my my fitness is a lot better than it was at the other two rounds that i raced this year um i've had some time to work on intensity and speed and uh, get my bike in a much better spot suspension wise so it's like everything is pretty good um and that's that's good but it's also it's good for your confidence but that's not necessarily what you need to be thinking about and so like you're on the gate you're like man where am i going to be like i know i can go the distance i know this i know that but it's like like you said it's it's a clean slate and for me the first moto i didn't give myself a chance because of my start and that's ultimately when I'm good. It's like, dude, I, I don't care what happens during the race. It's like, I'm going to give myself a shot by getting a good start. And it was the opposite for the first moto this weekend. And that was kind of why I ended up where I did is like, I, I backed off going down the start straight a little bit because it was, I was a little bit uncomfortable. I didn't really have, um, a good positioning, uh, like once the gate dropped, it was like, ah, this is close. This is close. And, um, I shut off. And so I I wasn't in a good position. Well, the second, the second start, it was rules reverse. It's like, I don't care what happens here in this. I'm going to give myself a chance to do well. And I literally started one gate over from where I did in the first moto, like still not, not a good position. And, Honestly, I did, I did a good start both motos, but the second moto, I just, I had that, that fired up mentality a little bit where I could have just as easily did what I did the first moto, but it's like, nope, I I don't, I don't care if I crash right now. It's like, I'm giving myself a shot. And so you, you kind of push that limit a little bit. And then it was literally like a split second where I was about to shut off. And the guys around me shut off. And I'm like, wow. Like, if maybe I should have done that the first one. And I, I know I should have, but it's like I, I wasn't really ready mentally 
going into that. I wasn't like fired up. I wasn't uh, ready to get hit with roost. I wasn't ready to grit my teeth a little bit. And the second moto I was, and that, that was really kind of the tell of two motos um, this weekend. It's just holding it on to a little split second extra. It just makes the yep. most difference. That's so insane. Yeah, exactly. That's just how everyone, you know, that's how competitive that whole the whole series is both classes yep. you know you have to yeah uh, and to jump in like you have you know here and there it's you've never really done that before so you're not really used to that so you know it kind of yeah. messes with the intensity level and you don't know everyone's in race pace form and you're just you're just jumping in like hey guys i'm back and yeah it's a lot to figure yeah. out and that that was really what stood out to me this weekend after after the race, I was like talking to my mentor and I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my effort and like coming in, like I, I, I was prepared to race. Um, the only difference is I really, the experience difference was very clear to me and it hasn't been that clear because it's like these guys have been like fighting all season they've been building and growing and learning. And it's like, I come in for, for one race that like the last race, um, I'm kind of just talking about the mentality for the last race. It's like, everybody's coming in with, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm willing to die on the track. Mm. And the flip side of that is me coming in. Okay. I'm going to come see where I'm at. Like, it's like I'm, I'm coming into their territory almost. And that was, that was really kind of what was noticeable to me is like, I came in ready physically, but not mentally and not emotionally, like ready to go. And that's kind of like, I, I have noticed in the past when it's like, you're not racing and you're nervous and, um, maybe you haven't got to put the time in off the bike and it's like, okay, well, um, like I've had those times, but it's never been so clear to me because it's like, I've, I've been building my confidence here away from the races. And then I go and take it there. And it's like, if all things were equal, I would have been in a much better spot if we were all on our first race of the year or our first good race of the year or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but that just wasn't the case. And so it, it really stood out to me this weekend. Like, dude, the, some of the guys that, that get injured and miss, miss a whole year of racing. Like it is not easy to come back and be competitive. Um, especially right away, but it's like, dude, five, six races in, it's like, dude, you're still trying to get your feet under you. And, it's uh it's a lot harder than I think people understand. Definitely is. Yeah. I mean, that's, especially in this sport when, you know, your, your best race or your, you're only remembered for your last race. And, um, yeah. I mean, now it's like, okay, we have the three playoff races, but usually the season ends now, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so now you guys got to continue and do these playoff races. I mean, it's three rounds. Nobody really knows yeah. what to expect. You've seen the track mm -hmm. layouts, but, you just kind of you got to get hope for the best that you you have everything you need when you show up on race day for those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I know for myself, like I'm I'm really trying to talk to as many different people as I can. Like, hey, do you have any information? Do you have any information? Because it's like 
nobody seems to know. And even yesterday, like reaching out to somebody, it's like, hey, how do I enter? Like, what website do I go to? Who? How do I enter for SMX? So I, we don't know yet. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of uh, unknowns going into it. Regardless of all, all you know, all the the stuff that's coming coming down the way here, the vibes were good mm-hmm. on race day. I when I went over there, man, yeah. gave you guys the stickers. Foggy was yeah. pumped. It was foggy out. We were laughing about that. Yeah, uh, it was just his element. He was running my sticker too. Like you guys were just. I mean, it's just a vibe over there. That's why I came over and just wanted to have a good time. That's really it. Thank you. Yeah, it, Ryder. So since Washougal, Ryder has actually been at his house in Idaho. So, um, Ryder went home with his dad after Washougal and he flew to Ironman in medicine in Indianapolis. So, um, we, we've been apart for a little while, so we haven't, uh, been able to put much content out there. So he was pumped to be back at the races and we were pumped to have him back at the races. And, uh, yeah, he's, he was back with, with his, uh, his media crew and Troy dog verb and, mm-hmm. um, he he just loves it, and uh, and it's cool because it, he he loves what he does, and he does a really good job at it. Yeah, he actually had an integral part of setting uh, our our partnership up partnership up for the weekend. Yeah. Um. So. Yep. Thanks to Ryder yeah. for that. It's kind of gotten to where uh, Ryder says things, and I do them, and I'm like, okay. Or Ryder volunteers me to do things uh, before consulting, and um, not it's not necessarily a bad thing. He's like your agent, kind of a little bit. Yeah. Or uh. Yeah. Like man, the man friend thing. He's not really a man friend. He's more than that. He's. Yeah. No, he he gets paid. No, for sure. Yeah. Man friends do get well, paid though. Well, yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah. But that's not the term. Yeah. Like he's more than that. Yeah. Like, he's, exactly. He's yeah. Yep. God, dude, yeah. you, you pulled him out of you pulled him out, and then just you guys are just the ta- like the dream team. Hey, it's it's a blessing. I mean, it was uh. So for me, I've struggled with social media for a long time. Um, my wife has tried to do it. Um, we just like, we, we're so busy that it's like, dude, I, it's hard to stay on top of social media. And as far as how we should, we should do it for marketing stuff. And for me, it's like, I'm on Instagram, I'm off Instagram, I'm on it, I'm off it. And I'm just like, dude, I'm, we met Ryder through my father-in-law, uh, who runs three in one MX moto ministry. And, um, he, uh, him and Ryder met up at Washougal for uh, the top gun race. And it's like, yeah, I think I might have this kid come down and, um, like do some video stuff for three and one. And, uh, maybe he could do some stuff for you guys. Like we can share his airfare or whatever. And we're like, Oh yeah, sure. We'll try that. And we literally brought him down to SoCal, stayed with us uh, for a couple of days. And it was kind of like, well, let's do this because this is kind of what we need. And he was just working at his local church up there in Idaho doing media stuff. And, um, yeah. So we, we kind of adopted him and, started paying him a little bit and now it's like okay we we got to figure something out before this takes off because i mean he he's really good at his job and he is young enough to not need much and to kind of do and go wherever 
and do whatever. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been a blessing on both ends because we needed somebody to help us and to teach us. And, uh, he really wanted and needed an opportunity and it's like, well, Hey, we can make this work. So it's, uh, it's been really good. The legend of foggy llama. That's how it started. Yep. That's right. Did, did you got last last question? But did you guys feel any sort of like more greatness coming from you, or from wearing the the pineapple sticker, and just you know what? How was it being an athlete on my squad for the weekend? You know, I it did it did feel good. Yeah. Like when I went to put my my goggles on, I I didn't know of the sticker really. Mm. Um, or I, I forgot about the sticker until I would go to put my goggles on and I'm like, yeah. can't cover up the logo. Can't. So it's like, okay, you know what? Troy dog, Troy dog is on there mm-hmm. and just make sure the goggle strap doesn't cover it. And you know what? It's, I mean, it, it was good. It was good. It's like you're, you're having your friends, uh, ride with you. So there it is. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Friends on the helmet. Making sure, That's right. you know, I'm just along for the ride. That's what I, we, we met at Nashville Supercross and I think I called you Clay. Dylan. Dylan. It yeah. was Dylan. I called you Dylan. It was Indy. Yeah, we you, met at Indy. You, you, you don't, don't even remember. I mean, you're not holding it against me, are you? Like you, you remember it clear as day, but you're not holding it personal, right? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're right back. No, yeah. no. It was Indy too, by the way. Thanks for remembering the Indy meet. We met. Yep. We met in the rider lounge. I was getting uh, Welton's gear on. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember Indy. <laughs> you weren't. Yeah. You weren't. You were just any like, of Indy. You said, "Hey, man, put my gear on and then go out and ride for me because I'm not riding how I should." Oh, okay. I you know, I do remember that now. Yeah. I do remember it. And see, I for some reason I thought you were just like one of Marshall's friends, <laughs> like that was there for the weekend. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know you you had anything to do with verb or media stuff or whatever. See, we're the, look at how yeah. far we've come in just like six months. Yeah, yeah. So we're a pretty small industry. We are. Yeah. yeah. And what's even going to blow your mind even more is I've been with Verb since like two thousand nine. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you learn something new every day. Exactly. Yeah. But we're making Dang. we're making moves now. Yeah. Well, it's good to have Verb back. Like it's it's really cool. I know. Does West still? West is still with Verb, correct? Oh yeah, he yeah yeah he, okay. If because he, it's it's like nostalgic of you know Verbmoto and you know the guys that you used to see mm-hmm. at Verbmoto and it was like, dude, they were they were the guys, and so now having Verb back, it's just like, dude, there's there's Wes, there's Troy Dog. <laughs> And obviously, I didn't know you then, but it's like right. it's it's like nostalgic a little bit. So it's it's cool. Yeah, Wes is full on. He's got a the broadcast podcast on YouTube. He's 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 a host on that, and he's just you know doing his thing like always, filming everything. Good. Went to Loretta's for the, like the fifty third year in a row. Yep, good deal. Yep, good deal. I'll tell him you said hey, and uh, thanks for yes, running sir. my sticker, and we'll just wrap it up here and. Uh, you know, good luck at SMX playoffs. Heck yeah. Thank you. Uh, hopefully I will see you at one of them. I'm done. I'm done for the year. So. You're done. Well, that's unfortunate. Super unfortunate, I know. Yeah. Oh, you'll be there. Oh. You'll be there on the helmets. 
Oh, we're we're in for that. Yeah, I I mean, breaking news. I don't want to take them off and have any residue on my helmet or something, and they're not hurt anything. So that's a good uh, point. Yeah, we we can figure stuff out uh, down the road. Breaking news on the podcast: Shane McElrath is in for in the squad for the three playoff races. Everybody, breaking news. Yep. Yep. My that's man. right. All right, let's do this thing then. Yes, sir. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for it, dog. Thanks, man. See you. Bye. How about that, people? Shane McElrath is a squad member for the playoff races. This is this is cool, man. I got him. I got Harlan. I got Derek Kelly. Just going to the playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. That's what we're going for. So we're all all we could we could potentially win this whole thing. I have three very capable athletes, and uh, and you know with with uh, Starling sitting it out, Ashton Bloxham of course is sitting it out with uh, man. He just he didn't ride Supercross of course. He rode outdoors. Did a great job. Got to meet his whole family this weekend. Can't forget about Ash Dog when I mentioned the squad. So that's why I'm bringing him up here. And then Yoder. We can't forget about Yoder. World Supercross bound. He's been in Alaska hunting bears and... Not hunting bears, but I think fighting bears and doing the Ben LeMay program. Wrestling with some salmon. Just eating berries off the bush up there. Just just Ben LeMay full-on program. So when I mention the squad, I got to mention the whole thing. Because we're a squad. You know, no squad left behind. So I'm very stacked when it comes to my team right now. It's a lot right now. I, I, I keep adding athletes left and right. I need to maybe cool my jets. It's a lot to take on, but it's fun. So thanks for everyone's support on that. We're going to keep going. 2024 should be the best year yet. yet. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I I want to really give uh, a big shout out this week to uh, my wife, Ginger Dog. She gets the biggest thank you of the week. Cue the uh, audience right now. Yay. Good job, Ginger Dog. You were a big instrumental part of making sure we got to Iron Man, making sure we had a hotel, making sure we had food, just making sure that uh, the kiddos had someone to be with. Should really be thanking the mother-in-law. You know, shout out. Shout out to mother-in-law. I'm not going to release her name here on the pod, but. She doesn't listen, but uh, shout out to Ginger Dog. Biggest thank you of the week goes to you. Thank you for vlogging with me. Thank you for helping me get the hats situated. Thank you for everything that you do. We appreciate you. We would appreciate you more if you came on the pod, though. All right. Thanks to uh, Chili Dog Wes. Thanks to Bird Dog. Thanks to Slaw Dog. Thanks to my kids, Bub Dog and Duke Dog. And thanks to you people for making these shows successful and for reading all my stuff and being a big fan of Herb. We wouldn't do it without you. And um, check out those races, man. Shred Tours. Let's go. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.